Hello, Probers. I'm your host today, Kevin the Grey, and with me, as always, is today's co-prober, Granville Moonwalker. We welcome you to... But It Was Aliens, the world-famous, known-by-none secret podcast you should tell everyone about where we hashtag probe alien goings-on to keep humans safe. Moonwalker, have you probed this week for the safety of humanity? I'm always probing. Always. Hashtag probe. What have you probed? Everything. Badger? Yep. Cow? Yep. Gorgonzola cheese? Yep. Is there anything on your to-probe list? No, it's all been probed. Next week, probe it all again. Glorious. Well, today we are hashtag probing... Hashtag probe. Humanity safety. Yes, son, we are probing Earth Defence Force. Well, actually, not Earth Defence Force overall, but a specific department of Earth Defence Force. It's been a while since we were MIBs, but obviously we are familiar with the guys over at Earth Defence Force. It's basically like Team America. America! Uh, yeah! So, Earth Defence Force, what are they? What do they do? Do they defend us? We literally just said that we're very familiar with Earth Defence Force. <laughs> As you can tell, we are incredibly familiar, both of us. Oh, that Earth Defence Force. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> there we go. So within Earth Defence Force, David Huggins is in charge of reproduction and sex painting. Rasputin is in charge of lengthy dick and alcohol quality assurance. So what else do they do? They defend the Earth by force. Fuck yeah. As you know. Obviously. So our story starts and pretty much only consists of Randy Kramer. Randy was a US Marine for more than two decades. Officially, as far as I have been able to establish, he was in the Navy. In the Navy! But there's a whole other life Randy has lived, definitely officially, and this is the story I bring to you today. Randy initially told his story anonymously under the pseudonym Captain K. <laughs> Why would anyone feel the need to do it anonymously? It suggests the story is truthful and they are scared of repercussions, right? Why anonymous? Exactly, why anonymous? I mean, are you really that scared of the repercussions? How deep does it go? Because you could, essentially, say hi. <laughs> my <name's>, hi! <laughs> my name is Randy Kramer. And I come to you with this news. And then just say, if anything happens to me in X amount of days or time after I leak this information, you know it was them, and this is all true. If I go on to live a happy, normal life, then hey-ho. Put them on the back foot. Make it so they can't fuck with you. See, I think he's gone anonymous because this runs so deep, it could place the world at risk. Really, though? You're about to find out. Randy states that he first begun training for the military, or more specifically, the SSP, which stands for Secret Space Program, at four years of age. <laughs> <laughs> this begun by what was known as Project Moonshadow. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Four years old. Indeed. So who was training him at four years old? So, 300 children were covertly drafted to enter the programme at a ratio of 80% in male favour with 20% females. All of these folks were slightly faster, stronger and smarter than the general population How due, do you know due to earlier projects. So they were basically Spartans. Randy is Master Chief. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. 
No. Yes. How do you know that at four years old? Well, we're he gonna... shits himself. What? Did you shit yourself at four years old? Because I was fully trained by that age. I'm... Clearly you weren't a candidate for Project Moonshadow (laughs) I know some people that shat themselves At four years old I've got this friend (laughs) Wasn't me yo But I know someone Ask him for a friend. I know someone that was still in nappies at four years old, and it wasn't me. I was a big kid. (laughs) (laughs) I had me pull-ups at three months. Damn right. What I wonder is how, as four-year-olds, they were noticed to be stronger, faster, and smarter. I mean, Master Chief, though, is is not really anything special, is he? Uh, He's still going several games in. Why would you want to be the master chief of anything? He's a little bitch. Who continually saves the universe of Halo. <laughs> oh. Not saving the Xbox, though, is he? Oh. <laughs> Fuck master chief. To be fair, I prefer Gears of War. Exactly. Although... Damn! Get out, Right, so Project Moonshadow took place during early childhood... These 300 children would be taken from bed during the night and would be gone for days or weeks, being returned to their bed where necessary via time travel. Randy states that when he awoke, he would feel as though no time passed and that it had just been a long, vivid dream. I'm going to go on record to say that it was a long, vivid dream. (laughs) It felt like it. He was asleep and he had a dream and he woke up. Fucking secret space program. Yeah. How, how can you take a kid from their bed? Yeah, that's, that's something that's stuck know. with me. Are the parents in on it? Or are these creepy people literally stealing children from bed? It's a dream. When Randy turned 17 years of age, he was involuntarily recruited to be part of the Mars Defence Force, also known by the acronym MDF. Fuckable. MDF is a subsection of Earth Defence Force which works to protect humanity. The MDF was created to protect the five civilian settlements already in existence on Mars. The SSP was not sponsored by any individual government but via a secret allegiance between America, Germany, Russia and China. Randy would eventually become a captain within the US Marine Corps and was therefore given top secret clearance which was an essential recruitment for those Joining the MDF. 17. Correct. Recruited to be part of MDF. Technically, he was recruited from four, but at 17, he was ready to step up to the big leagues. Well, he wasn't because it was involuntarily. Involuntarily recruited. (laughs) So, let me get this straight. Straight as MDF. He was part of MDF, and then he became a captain within the Marine Corps. Is that right? I think he was in the Marine Corps and then became captain of the MDF. So he was a captain of the Marine Corps? Yeah. Before he was 17? Possibly at 17. This man was way ahead of his time, remember? He was stronger, faster, more intelligent at four years old. He could have been a captain by eight. Aren't they, like, searching for Mars? Searching for Mars. Searching on Mars for, like... 
life and stuff, water, because like the Mars rover. Do you believe the government? <laughs> That's a very good point. But I can't see how there are five civilian settlements already there. <laughs> Do you know what? I was going to make the point before we move on to the next section as to I love how you're querying this man could have been a captain in the Marines, yet you're completely fine with there being five settlements already established on Mars. <laughs> I was getting to that, but I wanted to cover the bullshit of the... Uh, <laughs> exactly, the bullshit first before we get to the truth. There's five settlements on Mars. Uh, and protect us from what? Ah, that's the thing, isn't it? What's up there? I mean, what exactly? We'll get to it. It's coming. <laughs> so when Randy first left Earth, his destination was a secret base on the moon. Randy states that this base had been established between 1953 and 1954. On the moon, Randy signed his enlistment papers and committed 20 years of his life to the service of Mars as part of an elite unit of the Marine Corps. Randy is able to vividly describe the moon base, but that's boring as shit, so if you don't have any questions, we'll move past that bit. Have you got any pictures of this moon base? This, sorry, this secret moon base. It's boring as shit, so I decided to move past it. So he's been to the moon before he went to Mars. The boring moon, yep. And this was all before he was 17. Or sorry. No, no, this is after 17. So he went to the moon, I believe it would have been about 17. So So, he was in the Marines at 17. Yep. And then he signed up, or he was involuntarily signed up to go on to the MDF went to Mars to sign his enlistment papers voluntarily. So, Marine Corps, Mars, Moon. No, Moon, Mars. He hasn't yet got to Mars. Okay. I'll I'll let you off there. I thought there was a hole in the story. (laughs) No, this story is airtight. MDF also had another purpose. There was a research project to establish whether human civilizations settling in space were viable should there be an apocalyptic event on Earth. Randy was sent to what he says was the main settlement on Mars, Ares Prime. As the God first As the first settlement, this consisted of similar setups to that of how America was colonized. People with many skills, ranging from farmers to bingo callers to scientists, (laughs) were in the colony. The military base in this settlement was called Forward Station Zebra, and this is where Randy's 17 years on Mars were spent. Randy's codename was Zen. Can you imagine going to, uh, like you're there, you're waiting to be called up, and they call you up via a bingo caller? (laughs) (laughs) They start this time. That's 89. Zen, 89. Why Zen? And why did he need a code name? What would you choose as your code name? Something badass. Like? Zen! G. <laughs> like, just an initial. How very creative. What's cooler than just an initial? Words. Like? Long John. Schlong. So, what would. Is that what your code name be? Long John Schlong. <laughs> Sir, are you a deadly assassin? Long John Schlong. I don't answer by that code name in public. (laughs) So at this point, you may be wondering how there are so many settlements on Mars. What if I told you that all you think you know about Mars is a lie? So everything that we know about Mars is a lie, apparently. It's red? Bullshit. Really? (laughs) Is, Is that all? Have you ever been there? What if I said I had... And I was part of the MDF. (laughs) 
<laughs> then I'd be querying while you were shitting yourself at four years old. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shock when you get called off for the MDF at four, son. <laughs> it's an even bigger shock when they start the initial training before four years of age. <laughs> so what do you think you know about Mars? Well, apparently, whatever I think I know about Mars is a lie. So everything... So is Mars a planet? <laughs> so everything you think you know about Mars is a lie... Baby! <laughs> the air on Mars uh, well, is just breathable. One second, just one second. So if Mars is no longer a planet... I didn't say it wasn't a planet. Well, if I believe it's a planet, it's a lie. So it's not a planet. What is it? A space station. <laughs> That's exactly what I was hoping you would say. <laughs> so the air on Mars is breathable. Aries Prime is in the far north of Mars, and the atmosphere is similar to that of the Antarctic. Face protectors are worn to protect against the severe cold weather, but it could be done because, as I say, the air is fine to breathe. So, must be oxygen. Indeed. How's the oxygen We have been produced? told that, have we? Well, maybe there are animals up I mean, there. Are there plants on Mars? Perhaps. Do you think we should uh, try to go to Mars? <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to take you there, yo. Let's uh, call Branson. See if he can sort us out a lift. Oi, Branson. Give us a lift to Mars. <laughs> so Randy explained that there are two main species indigenous to Mars. The reptilians and the insectoids. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. At Randy's first briefing, it was explained that these species were native, savage beasts. I wonder if that's what the colonists said about the Native Americans. Any new land we find, the occupants coincidentally happen to always be savages. Yeah, fucking twats. Not the occupants that are already there. But doesn't this sound to you like... Scientology? <laughs> Reptilians? That kind of hadn't crossed my mind until you said it, and then it all kind of made sense. What I was going to say is the ramblings of an eight-year-old child. <laughs> <laughs> this man is Peter Pan. He never grew up. Like, when you're a kid and you've just got your toys, you just kind of make up all these different scenarios where your toys fight each other. And he's got the reptilians and the insectoids. And they seem to be fighting the humans. Do you reckon what this actually is is a video game that has not been completed and he's just <laughs> telling us the story of it. Telling us the story of a video it's game. Been abandoned video game. I don't know, the the seeing the locals as savages just feels a little bit real life to me. That's a very human thing to think about somewhere we want to invade, isn't it? It's also a good plot for a video game. <laughs> Where you find out that you're not actually the hero. You're the twat. And it forces you to make a decision. Do you side with Earth? Or do you side with the savages? So Randy soon discovered that what he had been told was a lie. Both the insectoid and reptilian species were highly evolved and possessed their own culture and civilization. Fucking knew it. Most homes were underground and Randy generally explained in the interviews that they lived in hives or nests. To begin with, the indigenous Martians treated the earthly visitors as neighbours, so long as their hives were not disturbed. 
the species were more interested in maintaining their territory rather than going to war. Despite this, Randy explained that there were regular skirmishes until, that is, a treaty was signed. So this is like Avatar? A little bit, yeah. Actually, yeah. We're basically... So not a video game, I'll take that back, a film. <laughs> a movie. A movie, if you would. Indeed. Where's James Cameron? Is he behind all this? <laughs> he is Randy. James Cameron is Randy. <laughs> <laughs> so the treaty consisted of two main parts. The human colonists were not to invade religious or sacred places. Secondly, the humans had to agree to work with the reptilians and insectoids to fight off an invading species of reptilians known as the Draconians. The Draconians were said to be vicious and evil, but MDF and the native Martians were able to fend them off and the Draconians retreated. So all this shit going on up on Mars and most Earthlings have no idea. Any thoughts thus far, young Mooney? Anything? Who are you calling young Mooney? Old Mooney? <laughs> thoughts. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a film. He's written a script for a film. And if they're meant to be so vicious and evil, how can they be held back so easily? The Draconians. Yeah. That's because Mars Defence Force are solid. I bet they're as weak as MDF fibreboard. They're solid. One punch, they fold. (laughs) Have you ever tried to build something out of MDF? Have you ever been punched by a reptilian Draconian? Punch through fibreboard. Could they? Easily. So, this is a film. He's written a script. So far, I don't believe any of this bullshit. He's trying to get James Cameron, isn't he? He's or Steven to Spielberg. Get James Cameron. That's what he's doing. He's trying to get his story out to them. They make a film about it and he uh, lives off some of the royalties. I mean, it sounds a bit like Star Wars, really, doesn't it? I thought that, yeah. A little the, bit Star Wars slash Gears of War. Yeah, these religious places and hives. We're fine. You can't go here. Can't go there. Help mm. us defeat these guys. Get your chainsaw out, cut through the MDF. So Randy is said to become quite emotional when he is made to discuss his last battle before returning to the moon. (laughs) Randy says that he was ordered for unknown reasons as part of a 1,000 man forced to enter one of the reptilian sacred tunnels to capture an artifact. Couldn't think of an end to a film. (laughs) That's why he's getting emotional. He's He's got this far and he cannot end it. He got writer's block. So it's about to get a little bit deeper. And what is this artifact? We're going into the tunnel, son. Like, so, is it a... Sorry, sorry to interrupt. Is it a gem of some kind? Like sacred bones? Ah, uh, what's that thing? The Allspark. Transformers. <laughs> Infinity Stone. Another set it's... of <laughs> movies. <laughs> the the artifact <laughs> is the script to this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Is he Loki and he's gone for the Tesseract? Could well be. That would explain a little bit. So the humans, in going through the sacred areas, violated the peace treaty. Randy was obviously concerned at this order, but they had to carry out the mission. So MDF went through large underground tunnels and came to a dome. Communication with the outside world was immediately lost and the dome opened up all around them. Reptilians charged, with large bladed weapons raised. Randy said that it was like being in a blender. Of the 1,000 men, about 35 survived. 
Recovering from his wounds, Randy's supervisor offered him the position of a pilot back on the moon. Randy snatched at the opportunity to get away from Mars and spent the last three years of his military career on the moon. Once he'd finished up his 20 years service, he spent a few weeks on the moon undergoing reverse ageing so that he could be inserted back into his original timeline in 1987. His memories were obviously wiped and did not return for many years. Thoughts? Many. <laughs> this is Avatar. <laughs> uh, can you remember in Avatar where... Oh, what was his name? Jake? Was that the main guy? Yeah, I believe Wells. so. Yeah. He was sent in because they wanted to kill them all and mm-hmm. like mow down whoever they were. So you are thinking that Randy is going to become one of the aliens. Except he doesn't do that. <laughs> it no. veers off at the ending. He didn't find the artifact. But he's he's in, he's with them. All of a sudden he's given the order to betray them, go get this artifact. Except he actually went ahead with it. Which is where in most films you'll find that the protagonist doesn't. They hesitate, they join the other team this guy is like nah I feel bad but fuck you orders are orders and he tries to go for the art did they get the artifact who knows the fact that only 35 of them survived suggests that possibly not so they scarpered they possibly scarpered turned tail and ran and yellow then... bellies <laughs> and then next thing you know he's being de-aged and uh being de-aged yeah so, so what was he then turned back to four years old. So elaborating on the de-aging, technically it's not de-aging. Randy explained that what actually happens is that they make a clone of you when you sign up and that clone is grown during your service. Then when you leave, your consciousness is transferred into that clone. So technically, Randy is a clone of his younger self. If you can do that, why wouldn't you just leave the memories out completely so that the story never gets out? Or maybe they're supposed to, but someone on Lunar Command f***ed up. Yeah, that was the next question I was going to ask. Because if his memories were wiped... Oh, no. (laughs) I feel like you're going back and forth all over the place here. So, his memories were wiped. Yes. So if his memories were wiped, how is he able to tell us this story? We'll get to that. So this story is obviously a little mind-blowing. Suffice to say... Bullshit. We are now tracking down MDF here at Extraterrestrial Towers with the But It Was Aliens crew. Randy has been telling this story quite consistently since 2006. Randy now has a website where he offers services to the world, genuinely. Randy offers consultancy services to legislative, military, National Guard and similar officials to prepare for the future. Straight up. Randy offers detailed tactical analysis of many species likely to be involved with exo-invasions. Randy also offers his services to military abductees, as well as standard abductees, more widely to help them deal with the post-traumatic stress of their experiences. He also intends to offer four-day classes in psionics, which 
to be honest, I thought was when something is to do with fish. <laughs> Being fully transparent, it's not quite clear if these fish courses got off the ground as the last update on the website was posted on the 29th of September 2016. You can buy Randy's civilian consultation for $100, his management level for $250, and his executive level consultation for $500. Randy also accepts donations via his website. This guy's a fraud. I say we sign up. No. Find out what bastards are coming for us. I I don't want to give him my money. I mean, he's just going to put us in this script of his and we're going to turn away all rights. He'll sell it on. We don't get any money. Didn't get any shares in the script. This this has to be bullshit. (laughs) I was also having this conversation with someone at work about um, consultants. What the f*** do they do? Consult. On what? Ants. Like, they do fuck up. They come in and go, yeah, you should do that. No, I don't think you should do that. You should put all your money over here. You should stick your money in my pocket. But also pay me this hefty fee for telling you to do that. I mean, if you have that as a job, you're a twat. Also a lucky twat for getting paid a shit amount, <laughs> a shit load of money just to tell people to do what they were already going to do. If you're thinking of hiring a consultant, don't worry. Just don't bother. Just go with your gut. Unless there's millions of pounds on the line. Just don't pay them that much. Interestingly, consultant psychiatrists, for example, actually do psychiatry. They don't really consult so much as do their job. I don't know why they put consultant. So why is the yeah. consultant in yeah. the title? Who knows? But Maybe it's uh, another one of life's mysteries. So on the website, Randy outlines his past. On the homepage, he describes how his mentat prowess began early on. Yes, his mentat prowess. He also explains that he was meditating daily by the age of 10, which prepared him for the shock when he discovered that his memories had been suppressed. I was watching cartoons at 10. I (laughs) I had no thought about meditating. I was training for the MIBs. I was already an MIB. I was in training with the MIBs. (laughs) You're behind, son. I was not. They they took me as a baby. But they just gave me a really extensive 11-year training program. So I was ready to lead at 11. Garden alien cells watching cartoons. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I know about all this shit. And I've never heard about this in the MIBs. It's just bullshit. You've never heard of MDF? Past fiberboard, no. (laughs) Right, so I'd just like to go back and fill in a few other details on this one. In Project Moonshadow, the 300 children are implanted with devices which enable them to communicate telepathically. Meanwhile, you travelled to Mars from the moon via teleportation portal. Really? 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 (laughs) And all this is, uh, when? Is it the 50s? It started in the the 50s, yeah. Yeah, the moon base was there in the 50s. So so before we officially but in factually went to the moon in 69? So we have all this technology to be able to communicate telepathically and to teleport. I can't believe I just said that. To (laughs) teleport. Confirmed, it's aliens. But. (laughs) It was aliens. None of that technology is about. Yeah, yeah. Usually I concede you would start to see military progressions in standard technology within sort of 10 to 20 years but they're so far behind from okay there are things that 
they could be hiding from us that do have tiny bits of this in. Like they could be working on teleportation. Mm. If they had all of this working in the 50s, they would have it, like it would be standard now. I mean, you wouldn't have to drive a car to work. You'd have like a little plate. A clone being grown at work. <laughs> in, your, in your house, right in front of your front door, stand on the portal. You're at work. You're at your desk. Slaving away at your desk. To be fair, if we had cloning technology, I'd have a clone of me at work. I'd have a clone of me at my social events and I'd just sit at home eating crisps and probing. What type of clone would you have though? Like, so in Naruto, Naruto <laughs> shadow clones, what they experience out in the world, he still learns. So if they mm. fight, he gets better at fighting. I like the sound of that. Exactly. But shadow clone sounds a little bit evil. No. It's essentially a shadow of you. What if it? the shadow clone wants to become the real me and tries to off me? Wouldn't work. If I died, would the clone die? Yes. Yes. That's right. If the clone takes Wait, damage, you don't. If I kill the clones, do I become more powerful? Yes. Yes. Uh, do you remember that film, The, the one, one, with Jet Li? Yes, I was about to say the <laughs> same thing. It's um, So everything that they experience, he learns from, but it also works as in so when they split. Naruto has copied The One. It was out before The One. <laughs> when that particular he splits, episode? it takes like Chakra away from him. Okay. So he does essentially get a little bit weaker. The more shadow clones are out, the weaker he is, obviously. Okay. So US President Eisenhower has long been rumoured to know about aliens. His actual real-life granddaughter, Laura Eisenhower, believes that President Eisenhower signed an Earth alien treaty in 1954. She has claimed that there is an Earth base on Mars. Oh, and the alien species that signed the Earth alien treaty just happened to be a race known as the Nordics. Laura Eisenhower is said to have found corroboration of documents such as these and of Eisenhower's involvement with the Majestic 12, which is why she is today very well known and indeed active within the UFO community. Wow, this has gone from bullshit to uh, <laughs> a shred, a very, very, <laughs> very small shred of credibility. I wouldn't even say credibility. Truth? No. Definite fact? Gospel? Rumour. <laughs> it's gone from bullshit to rumour. Yeah. To bullshit. <laughs> because a rumour could possibly, like, there's a hint, a sliver of hint of truth. Yeah, I get what you mean. Sometimes rumours are based on a tiny exactly. sliver of absolute definite fact. It's just, it's still bullshit. Real bullshit. <laughs> I mean, this last bit about Eisenhower has just turned this on its head from bullshit to 99.9% hmm. .9 bullshit. <laughs> and do you know what? I feel like the Nordics come up in every other probe that we complete. I've actually got one that I'm probing at the moment that the Nordics have popped up in again out of nowhere. The Majestic 12 come up quite a bit as well. They do indeed. Yeah, we should probably f probe both of those topics more deeply at some point. Indeed. We'll add them to the probe list. We're going to probe you. Do you reckon we can find... The Majestic 12. Do you reckon they all have, like, code names, like superheroes? Zen. Do you reckon... <laughs> 
he is not one. <laughs> if he is one, I'm handed in my, uh, my your, badge. Your badge for what? My probing badge. Your probe badge. <laughs> I'll hand back my prober. <laughs> Why haven't I got a, but it was Alien's badge? <laughs> You're not there yet. I've got a captain's armband. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Probe. You were still That's shitting my you. superhero you name. Were still shitting Captain Probe. <laughs> <laughs> Why not General Probe? Because I'm Captain Probe. It sounds distinctively cooler. <laughs> if you say so. I'm going to change my name to Captain Probe. <laughs> What's your superpower, Captain Probe? <laughs> so Laura Eisenhower links directly into the Mars settlement as she has stated that she was asked by mysterious Agent X to visit a Mars colony, which she was told was set up to protect humans as a survival mechanism in the event of an apocalyptic event on Earth. Laura's mum once worked for NASA's advisory council. Oh, and Laura named one engineer Dr. Hal Puthoff former member of the Stanford Research Institute, as being involved in the secret Mars colony. Dr. Puthoff is now a member of the To The Stars Academy, led by Tong DeLong, who are spearheading the recent alien disclosure movement. You may remember the To The Stars Academy as the ones who released the real US Navy footage of the Tic Tac UFOs, which, by the way, to remind you, also look somewhat like cigar UFOs, which have been spotted since the 1900s. To the Stars has further hinted at exposing reverse-engineered extraterrestrial technology. Anything to add before we close up here, Mooney? I'm going to punch you in the jeans. You ain't doing nothing to Captain Probe. (laughs) (laughs) Can I just say that she was asked by a mysterious Agent X. Yep, not Professor X, Agent X. How cool does that name sound? Agent X. I told you. A letter. (laughs) cooler. It's not as cool as Captain Probe. Ten times cooler than Captain Probe. Captain Probe needs a logo. (laughs) (laughs) It's a man's butt cheek spread with a probe. (laughs) Now, are you behind him with a thumbs up? (laughs) My thumb is half up. Or are you running away? Freshly squeezed, yo. Like you've just been attacked by Captain Probe. (laughs) You probe. clenching my own butt cheeks. (laughs) You probe and then leg it. So, so right. thoughts, yeah. Randy's story is a film script. <laughs> You're sticking to that. Eh? Moonbase, Five Mile Settlements, Reptilians and Insectoids. It all sounds like a movie <laughs> to me. And even how it ends, yeah. Cloned, memory suppressed, like his consciousness sent from one vessel to the other. It, it's a film. I know the initial story is absolutely bonkers, but it's been tied up in quite a compelling manner, don't you think? Eisenhower, two stars? No. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Nope. Piss off! I think she's just got caught up in it all, and it's a film. Ah, but the reason she's so wanting to get caught up in it all is because she grew up with it happening around her. And I think she might simply be trying to latch onto something so Mm. she can say it's proof. Like she wants to believe so much that she's willing to take it as gospel. Okay. It's a film. 
I suppose for technicality's sake, I should just clarify that Laura Eisenhower and our fellow Randy say differing organisations are behind the Mars settlement, so one of the two could well be full of shit. I should also bring to your attention that two other people have since come forward claiming to have been in the secret space programme, one running cargo between Mars and Jupiter. Oh, and one last thing, Randy is presently raising funds via a GoFundMe to develop a holographic regenerating medical bed which will be able to regrow limbs and cure cancer. The target goal is $70,000 and when I last checked it was up to $7,677. The fundraiser was created on the 13th of February 2017 and when I last checked 147 people had donated. The tagline of the campaign is to continue this awesome endeavour, he needs your help. Right. <laughs> this yes. is bullshit. Okay. Right. So he's a military captain. He was, yes. Or Marine Corps. Corps, yeah. Travelled to Mars. Mm-hmm. Travelled to the moon. Mm-hmm. For aliens. Oh, sorry. Reptilians and insectoids. Well, the reptilians were double-crossed by the humans, weren't they? They tried to steal an artefact. The Allspark. Slash Which infinity still stone. means that he had to fight them at some point. Yes. And the reptilians. Draconians. Draconians. They fought off together with yep. the insectoids and reptilians. So he sounds like a soldier, mm-hmm. someone that's well versed in war. Yep. How <laughs> is he going to build a holographic regenerating medical bed? And if he's hiring other scientists to do it, they're going to need a lot more money than seventy thousand pounds. Dollars. Yeah, that's that's a fair point. I, I mean, call bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Randy's, fair, ha- Randy's having us all on. And who? Who has donated $7,677? <laughs> Either someone is like, I let's just give this poor bastard some money so we'll shut the fuck up. There are 147 idiots out there. 147. Freaking hollow bed like Red Dwarf. Do you reckon these people all got drunk and were just... What, all 147? Yeah. Together. So... <laughs> they were at an alien convention <laughs> and Randy pitched up with his prototype hollow bed. So I've never been on a GoFundMe page. So I don't know how it works. So mm-hmm. do you think you... Can you just go on... Go fund me. Yeah. And just scroll through like different projects yeah. that people yeah, are doing. Yeah, you can search. Do you reckon people do that drunk? Millionaires <laughs> do it while they're drunk. Or people with just Branson and Musk have been out on the piss. Yeah. <laughs> Forty nine thousand Jaeger bombs later. <laughs> they're both laying on the settee, cuddling. <laughs> or someone has a bet. Um, if you lose the bet you have to donate to some stupid cause on GoFundMe. <laughs> Who can find the most stupid cause? And this is what's happened. Possibly. Maybe it was Spielberg. Um, so when has Jupiter been able to uh, sustain life? Because if you're well, running cargo can... between Mars and Jupiter... They could have a base around mm. the vicinity, not technically on Jupiter. He didn't say on, he said between Mars and Jupiter. So they could be on one of the moons in Jupiter, they could be on an asteroid, they could be an international space station or an intergalactic space station. No, that's a good shout but it's bullshit. Oh. <laughs> no. So I guess the question is, are you saying that it was aliens? The fact that you have to ask me that <laughs> after all this. I have to. It's in the script. <laughs> this. This is aliens. But 
Not in the way that you're thinking. This guy is a f***ing alien. This brandy. That actually counts. So you're saying that this was aliens. If he's an alien, then it's aliens. Okay, I'll take that back. <laughs> Shit. This is the ramblings of a loon. <laughs> the ramblings of a man. Or man. a genius, but gone about it the wrong way. So I think he has written a script, which, if you look at this as a movie, <laughs> it's a, it could be a really good film, but he's tried to say it's real. Yeah. If he just read it up and said, look, I have a film for you, here you go. I think this story could have got out to the world, and then he could have played off it as being real, and then got money and funds to do mm. what he wants. But... No. I am genuinely curious as to what he offers in his consultancy service. He talks about preparing for upcoming exo invasions. So whether the reptilians and the insectoids are coming for us, I'd just love to sit in a room with him and him tell us what's going to come. <laughs> it would be great fun. Did you check if he had a Facebook page? No. Or a Twitter? No. Or an Instagram? No. Just a website. should have messaged him and asked what he actually does. Are we not crossing some sort of probe line there if we do that? Son, our job is to probe. Yeah, but we don't out ourselves as part of that probe. We go undercover. We go and spend time in these people's presence without directly interacting, and watching you're telling them. me that you haven't done that? So what you're telling me is you haven't done your job? We're on record right now. We can't confirm such things. I'm watching you. I don't believe you've done your job properly. <laughs> I've probed the hell out of this case. I think you're in cahoots with Brandy. So you're saying that it was aliens, yeah? No. <laughs> saying it's bullshit. <laughs> I try it every week, it never works. <laughs> okay, yeah, to be fair, I can't say that this is aliens. I'm not saying it was aliens. I did think the Eisenhower stuff was quite interesting. Because, again, I've seen both President Eisenhower and the daughter pop up every now and then in stories. Wasn't it his granddaughter? Laura Eisenhower but yeah outside of that just what really put me off I mean I was pretty much a no beforehand but when I found the GoFundMe page this man is designing a hollow bed to regrow limbs how a like private health authorities not doing that well, they, it, rather than this guy they don't have the like, I've never been to the mind. Nuffield and seen a hollow bed not been to the Nuffield <laughs> I've not lost a limb. Sorry. Right, so there we have it. Any final thoughts? This is bullshit. Yeah, thought that was coming. Thank you. <laughs> so thank you folks for listening to But It Was Aliens. You can find us on Instagram at But It Was Aliens Podcast. You can probe us on the Twitter at But It Was Aliens. If you have any feedback for us, or maybe you have a suggestion for a future probe, you can email us at butitwasaliens at gmail.com. If your neighbour has been giving off a funny smell. If your neighbour has a reptilian tail. If your neighbour seems to eat flies and perhaps other animals and has a somewhat lengthy tongue. If your neighbour is green. If your neighbour <laughs> can roll their eyes back and produce another set of eyes. <laughs> if your neighbour is grey. <laughs> If your neighbour is as tall as your shins and has a finger that glows. I think my neighbour might. Nice. Need to probe that. If that sounds like you, you can let us know and we will probe that son of a bitch. 
I've been your host, Kevin the Grey. He still is Granville Moonwalker. We will probe once more next Thursday on But It Was Aliens. Hashtag probe. This story really was bullshit. It was a movie.